In today's show, we look ahead to Sunday for streaming to win your Week 15 fantasy basketball matchup. Michael Bolton, are you going to win yours? Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble, on TikTok at RedRock underscore Beeble, and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code LockedOn. That's PrizePix.com, and the promo code is LockedOn. Thank you for making LockedOn Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We're going to look at Sunday streaming to win that day, to win your matchup. Before I do, I just did the weekly preview show for week 16. We put that out and we had a bit of a discussion on Isaiah Jackson. We're probably going to talk about him a little bit here in today's show as well. And we're saying how like the reason that you have and you stash Isaiah Jackson is waiting for the trade deadline. It's not to get immediate production. It's a 5% chance of Turner getting traded. Well, now it's a 0% chance. Miles Turner will not be traded. He has signed an extension with the Indiana Pacers. So for the 15th year in a row, Miles Turner will be the number one name in trade rumors and will not be traded. So, your Isaiah Jackson stash, Jack Armstrong, what do we do? Get that garbage out of here! Um, and just in case, because I tweeted this out, I said, hey, go drop Isaiah Jackson now. Someone replied to me, hey, well, do we drop Jalen Smith as well? Yeah, like he was a drop months ago. Get that garbage out of here! So, if for some reason, I don't know what that reason is, but if for some reason you are holding, holding Jalen Smith, you clearly drop him. And if you are holding Isaiah Jackson, because as we said a million times, trade deadline stashes very, very rarely work out. And the only way you can do it is if you're on top of the standings and you can deal with the disappointment for a 5% chance of maybe hitting on a top 50 player. That has been the mantra of this the entire time. Right? So if you were at the top of the standings and you were holding Isaiah Jackson, it's done. Move on. I guess you say, oh, but what if I hold him and another team trades for him? Who? Like, who's trading for him? Who's trading for him to make him the starting center? It just isn't going to happen, I don't think. Now, in a dynasty league, very different situation. Please hold him. Like, I still think there's a lot of value in Isaiah Jackson, but it's just not going to come to fruition this season. But again, if you are in any league, 10, 12, 14 team league, there's no reason to hold Isaiah Jackson or Jalen Smith. Now, deeper leagues, sure. But we're going to get this back and forth of playing or not playing, it seems like, between Jackson and Smith, which is ridiculous coaching, but we'll see exactly what happens. But I wanted to get that out of the way now. That news did break. Miles Turner has signed a contract extension, so we are not stashing Isaiah Jackson anymore. That is done. That is finished. Move our attentions to Mark Williams. Move our attention to Zach Collins. Maybe even move our attention, our attentions to the big sneeze, Precious Achua, although I can see the uh, Raptors trading for Yucca Pertle to play over him. We'll see how all that goes. Anyway, Hope that's all clear. I hope that's all ready. Warney, I'm sorry. I went in before you. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> all right, let's look at points leagues. Streaming in for Sunday in a Yahoo points league. These players are all available in 40% plus of leagues. And the number one name on this list, I hate to do it, but you know, I, I, I often um, have to battle the, uh, the biased allegations. So I'm going to put this guy here because I don't think I'm biased. I just think I go by the numbers. But, you know, plenty of you will tell me that I'm biased against certain things. Maybe I'm biased against Dylan Brooks. Maybe I'm not. I don't give a shit. Add him in for Sunday. The world. 
yeah, he sucks. But there is an option here with the fact that he's been dropped in as many leagues as he has, with the situation with Desmond Bain and his knee, that we don't know if he's going to be ready to go. Like, Brooks is a points league option. He's available in 45% of leagues. And I think if he is available in your 12-team points league, you stream him in. We'll go to Milwaukee. I think Paddy Connaughton, the last two games have been amazing from Connaughton. Um, do I think they're going to be that amazing moving forward? No, I, I don't. We've seen a history of Pat Connaughton. Look, and people will say, yeah, well, look at this, because Portis is out, and your Middleton's ramping back up. Connaughton will be able to do it. We had Giannis and Middleton out for weeks. Middleton for months. And Connaughton did none of this. Right, so this, it is a nice little performance from him, a nice little level of production. He was playing 30-plus minutes a night and doing nothing. And he's, over the last three games, coincidentally with Portis is out, it's an eight where Connaughton's put up big numbers. But it's not like he has never had this opportunity before. He has plenty of times and nothing has come of it. So just also remember that. But in saying that, 32, 33 minutes, worth a stream. Absolutely. He is playing well. He's worth a stream. Najee Marshall and Trey Murphy. Look, it's hard to have confidence in the Pelicans, guys, given what we saw last game. But Sunday, it's a back-to-back. They play Saturday. I'm going to expect that Brandon Ingram does not play on Sunday. So both Najee and Trey, value goes up. That's where we get the stream in. Not because Ingram's playing, but because Ingram is likely out. Chris Duarte in Indiana, it's really hard. Their rotation remains frustrating. Halliburton's going to be out. Nempard will probably come off the bench again. And you get Duarte starting. And Duarte's last two games have been immaculately good. Let's go. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to continue. But if he plays 35 minutes tonight, I'm on board. Victor Oladipo has been dropped in a few spots. Absolutely rightfully so. I think he's really struggled. And with a healthy team, he's not really fitting in well at the moment. But the fact that he's been dropped means that he comes back into stream territory, which is where we are now. For the Clippers, Terrence Mann, they do not have Paul George or Kawhi Leonard listed for Saturday, meaning there's a risk they both sit on Sunday, which should boost the value of Terrence Mann pretty significantly. And then Tyus Jones, who can provide value as it is, but if Bain is out, it does help him also. So he becomes an option for Yahoo Points Leagues. In ESPN Points Leagues, we have to use a different roster percentage metric because of the complete lack of activity of the people running ESPN, but also the people playing on ESPN. So we use 30% rostered to get the uh, a cutoff of guys that I think are reasonable, look, reasonably available. Are 70% of leagues inactive on ESPN? It seems like a lot, but... I think that seems like the fair cutoff. And then I say that, and TJ McConnell is rostered in only 30% of leagues. I go, well, what are we doing? TJ McConnell, obviously, if he is available in your ESPN points league, you add him. Now, things could all fall apart when Halliburton returns, maybe on Thursday. But that doesn't matter. Just add TJ McConnell. Then a lot of the same names. Trey Murphy, Pat Connaughton, Tyus Jones, and RG Marshall. Norman Powell's available in 70% of leagues on ESPN. He probably shouldn't be, especially on Sunday when George and Leonard both, both might be out. Morris might be out. Covington might be out. Wall will be out. It could be a massive opportunity for Norm. Herb Jones is available and Terrence Mann. So a lot of the same names, but yeah, Powell and McConnell are still available in 70% of leagues on ESPN. You throw Herb Jones in there as well. And they are some interesting stream options for a points league in an ESPN standard points league format. Of course, if your format differs from Yahoo standard or ESPN standard, I can't provide individual specific recommendations for you unless you're a member of Basketball Monster where you can customize all the projections to your settings. But I can't go through every single permutation of scoring systems to be able to give you those recommendations here on the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is daily fantasy, but it's not the daily fantasy your grandfather grew up with. It's not salary cap. It's not thousands of people. It's you versus player projections. You might see Dylan Brooks, um, and they might list you know field goals missed twenty four, and you go, well, he probably missed more than that. Let's be fair. So we'll go more. 
Oh, you'll see Ja Morant assists four and a half. You know, that's, that doesn't seem right, but we'll go more. And you get between two to six of those individual player projections, smash them into a lineup, and you can win up to 25 times your entry fee back. Amazing, amazing. You can do this in over 30 US states. You can do it in majority of Canadian provinces. Apologies to you, Ontario. You can do it in under 60 seconds, and you can do it for sports that aren't the NBA. You can do it for NFL. You can do it for MLB starting up soon. College basketball, women's college basketball, men's college basketball. You can do it for cricket. You can do it for NASCAR, golf, um, tennis, MMA, boxing, and of course, the best sport of all, disc golf. Download the PriceFix app or go to pricefix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 reduce with the promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, PriceFix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PriceFix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Let's go to category leagues. Who is streaming in for the old points category? We're looking for points to win our matchup on Sunday. Well, it is the worst. It is Dylan Brooks. He's up there. He has to be. Like, he's going to take a lot of shots. And if Bain is out, the value improves. Um, Chris Duarte has got to be in that mix as well, as are Murphy and Marshall, like we just talked about. The value of those guys with the absence of Zion and the possible, probable, likely absence of Brandon Ingram really does give them a boost here. You got Connaughton in that mix. You got Terrence Mann in that mix. You got Victor Oladipo in that mix. A lot of those names we talked about points league streamers because points league's value is very unbelievably highly correlated to scoring. That's how it works. So when we're streaming in for a points league, we're streaming in for points in category league as well. And then there's Grayson Allen there too, who, um, yeah, he can be a little bit more hit or miss, but you get 10 to 12 out of him most nights, which is a level of security you should feel okay about. But the upside of, of him versus a man or a Duarte or even a Brooks where they can really pop off, or even a Connaughton at the moment, um, they probably do trump Grayson Allen. If you're looking at threes, a lot of those same names as well, points and threes can be pretty highly correlated. Paddy Connaughton is a good threes guy at the moment. Um, Trey Murphy, Trigger Trey, uh, Chris Duarte, the Winter Soldier, Max Struess. He's a pretty good threes guy, although his three-point shooting hasn't been as good this season. He still takes a lot from there, but hasn't been as accurate as it has in the past. Jingle and Joe Ingles, Nico Batum, um, Grayson Allen, Dylan Brooks. So a lot of those similar names. And we can always find... You can throw Isaiah. I didn't even get to Isaiah Joe. He's going to hit two or three, throw three, two or three. Oh, actually, they don't play. That's why I didn't get to them. Of course, I didn't get to him. But, you know, when he does play, Isaiah Joe's always a good three-point streamer. They don't play till Monday. Excuse my stupidity. Let's talk about rebounding options. There are some here that we can look at. I do think looking in Charlotte. Now, there is a risk of this. Oh, well, hi, Mark. But it's been the vast majority of games that Mark Williams has played over Nick Richards. Now, of course, Steve Clifford, good Steve Clifford here, Steve Clifford us here, and play uh, Nick Richards, but that's fine. I'll take the flyer on Williams because he does move to the top of our stash list now. Pat Connaughton, pretty good rebounder. Brandon Clark's been grabbed in most spots, so Xavier T. Illman is going to be a good uh, stream guy for rebounds. We saw last game, he had like seven rebounds in 17 minutes or something, and if he gets to a situation where he plays 24 or 25, that seven, seven or eight should be okay. Uh, Larry Nance is a pretty good rebounder. Um, Terrence Mann, great rebounder for his position. Santi Aldama, get those 18, 19 minutes in, five to six rebounds perhaps. Najee Marshall, you can see it drops off a bit here <coughs> after Aldama as I choke. Najee Marshall and Aaron Neesmith is pretty good rebounder for his size as well and his position eligibility. For assists, it's, it's not great, let's be fair. It's not great to get big assists. Tyus Jones is there, but most of these guys are backups. Tyus Jones, Jinglin Joe Ingles, um, Oladipo, but his minutes are down. Nempard only played 20 minutes last game. Let's see what they do with him in this one. Does he move back to starting? I don't think so. Dennis Smith, even though Lamelo is back, he can still rack up some assists. 
Ravishing Rick Rubio was an interesting one, I think. I think he had, last time we saw him on Thursday, he had seven assists. That's really useful. Now, the rest of his game and his minutes are low. Doesn't mean he's a must-roster player because he isn't. But um, at the moment, Rubio has got some real value as a an assist streamer here. Jose Alvarado with Ingram out might play 29 minutes. And that might be six or seven assists. And then Dylan Brooks. Does he ever get assists? Well, sometimes he might get three or four to him. But it is, it is a little bit of a wasteland in terms of getting assists off the waiver wire, as I think we're all well aware. For steals, a bit more value here. Vic Oladipo, we, we know he's pretty good at that. Trey Murphy, Tyus Jones, Larry Nance, a lot of the same names. Isaac Okoro. Hey, Isaac Okoro, value watch. Thursday, Friday, combined value, totals value on those two days where we thought to stream him. He was 67th. So that worked out okay. We'll see how it works by the end of the week and three games in four nights. I really want to track that one. Dennis Smith, um, some steals. Really good steals guy, usually. Aaron Neesmith can get some as well. And Najee Marshall. There's a few little one to two steal guys here. Oladipo probably has four or five steal upside. Okoro and Smith probably have three to four steal upside. The others are probably more one to two players. So it depends what you're looking for. Certainty in one to two steals in minutes or upside in more steals. That, that does make a difference. Look at some blocks. I've got Isaiah Jackson at the top there, but like I don't know if he's going to play. I don't know. If he plays 13 minutes, he won't get three blocks. Or he could play zero minutes like he did last game. I don't know. I have no idea. So he's a flyer and he didn't play last game. So maybe he does play this game, but I don't know. I've got no idea. Mark Williams, similar risk to Jackson, not quite as aggressively a risk, but it's still there. Oh, hi, Mark. Nico Batum, Santiago. Look, after those two, it is rough. Look, there's not Nico Batum might get you one block. Santiago Dharma might get you one. Jackson Hayes, he might play zero minutes, but with Brandon Ingram out, he probably does play. Xavier T. Ullman, that's not a bad one. And then you go to Isaac Okoro and Larry Nance. Like, ugh. I don't feel particularly confident about those guys getting big block numbers. It's not easy to get some blocks here off the waiver wire. It's not. Especially if Jackson doesn't play, ugh, gross. It's pretty bad. Today's show is also brought to you by TurboTax. Go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Meet with an expert who'll do them for you. TurboTax experts can relieve you from the stress of taxes and file for you so you can do not taxes. Show your eyes things that are not taxes. Unpack a moving box of not taxes. Taste not taxes. Sing not taxes lullaby. Hope not taxes sleeps through the night. Grab a saddle and ride not taxes into the sunset. With TurboTax, an expert will do your taxes from start to finish, ensuring your taxes are done right, guaranteed. So you can relax. Feels good to be done with your taxes, doesn't it? Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. Intuit TurboTax. Full service products only. Video meeting while expert does your taxes required. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Let's stream in some field goal percentage. And with only limited games on Sunday, I could find six guys in my projections who were projected to um, get a field goal percentage above average. And one of those might not even play. Two of those might not even play. Honestly, three of those might not even play. So if you're looking to bring in an above average field goal percentage guy, good luck. That's all I'll say. I'll say more actually. Xavier Tillman, probably the best option out there. Mark Williams, really strong field goal guy. But again, the risk is no minutes. Larry Nance, very strong field goal percentage player. And then Orlando Robinson, I know he's going to play, but he might take two shots, even though he might hit them both. Does that change enough? And then the other two are Jackson Hayes and Isaiah Jackson. Don't know if they're going to play. Don't know what their numbers are going to be like. But these are the only guys in projections for me that appear over league average in field goal percentage. Whereas the best way to help your field goal percentage would be play no one if it's not these six guys and hope that your opponent drops off. That's rough. 
Free throw percentage is a little better. We've got um, Trey Murphy, Chris Duarte, Grayson Allen. These are all really good free throw shooters. Reggie Jackson, Aaron Neesmith, Ravishing Rick, Max Struess, and Jalen McDaniel. So you can stream a little. They're not high volume players, obviously. Duarte and Murphy can get some volume in, and that can help them. Um, Reggie Jackson's been an elite free throw shooter this season. So there are some guys there that you can have some influence over the free throw percentage category. Because next week, as detailed on the Week 16 um, preview show, because next week is a very spread out uh, week where we can stream every day. We don't have to really be targeting low volume days. All days are low volume days. So let's just look at the next four days in general. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. The first six, first five names on this list are guys that I would add and use irrespective of volume of games. They just should be added because they've got really strong value over this next little period of time. Kyle Anderson with two games. Cool. Um, Jericho Sims, who only has one game. You just made the list. But he should be rostered. Um, the Bronco, Jalen Williams. Broncos country, let's ride. He's got two. DeLon Wright's got two games. And he's back, Kelly Olenek. Now, I know we heard the report, Walker Kessler is going to start moving forward, right? But people seem to assume that means Kelly Olenek will come off the bench. I don't think that's the case. I think that Olenek will come in and replace Malik Beasley. Vanderbilt remains on the bench. Kessler starts. People get this confusion because they think that Olenek was their starting center when realistically it was Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt was their center. Kessler replaced him. Um, and Beasley has replaced Olenek. So maybe, maybe they do go with Beasley over Olenek. Although Olenek has been a better shooter than Beasley this season. I think Olenek goes back in and starts his passing. His shooting is really important for this team, I believe. And I would go and add him now that he's back. He only has one game over the next four days. And maybe it just doesn't work out. But I would go back and add him and see where we can go here. You can get him for free. And the other three guys, they get a little bit of a boost from volume, but I actually think, especially Gafford, he's probably a guy we add anyway. He's got two games over the next four days. And then Seth Curry and Alec Burks, a little bit of a volume boost for those players. Although, again, I, th I think maybe less so with Burks because I'm just uncertain about the Pistons rotation. But with Curry and Durant out, with Curry, the value that he has with Durant out, that's a better phrasing, um, is useful here over these next few days. So I think all eight of those names there are worth grabbing for at least the interim to see what happens. And that will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you are here on YouTube, thumb it up and leave those comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.